0: I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top-draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time though. Hey! Welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. I'm Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily Dean and you know who else I'm with. Well, you would know if if Lisa, our producer, had turned up the uh, volume on my jingle panel. Which he hasn't, but um, just just imagine that was. Don't don't do it now. Oh, we're too late now. Never had to do it. Don't a, even come near me. A human voiced cockerel before. I know, <laughs> but I like to think of you as a human voiced cockerel. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, next week instead of the jingle where it goes, we could just have me going
0: the cockerel. <laughs> well, I'm happy to try that. <laughs> Shall we try that now? If you want. So this is Frank Skinner and I'm with Emily Dean and I'm also with The Cockerel. Yeah, it's, it works. That's oh, horrible. Man. That's horrible. Horrible. I found it it was a bit bassy. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't mean I don't mean as in the count. I've got a trainer. I've got a you're bit got of the, a uh, you're, Simon you're, Callow about me. You're moving <laughs> towards basso profondo. Thank you very much. I agree. I um we're we're still in Edinburgh. Mm. By the way, oh, mm-hmm. we ain't never going home. <laughs> <laughs> and Don't speak for uh, yourself. Yeah, and uh, I've been out and about, and you never know who you're going to bump into in Edinburgh. That's what worries I mean, me. There's a famous person around every corner, mm-hmm. under every stone, one might say. And uh, I was in a very fine uh, fish restaurant at the uh, at Leith, the seasidey part of Edinburgh. Oh okay. yeah, you know, I, I took a cab. And um, who was at an adjoining table but um, Paul Merton? Oh. Uh, loud floral shirt, didn't mention it. And it's a bit of a tricky thing. When you see, I don't know if you find this, but if you see someone in a restaurant, you know, especially if the status involved. It's, it's who gets up and goes over to the other person's table. It's quite a big thing. Mm. Yeah. Now I'm happy to pay uh, homage to, you know, uh, a, a top comic, But um, I didn't, for some reason I didn't get up. He didn't get up. So we sort of, we waved across mm. the crowded um, restaurant. And that was it. Right. Oh. And I felt, I, a couple of people in there, I could see looking, and I felt they were a bit disappointed that we didn't have a, a moment of union. Oh,
2: right. Well, people are going to think there's a Skinner-Merton feud now.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, basically, I, I had a mouthful of muscle. Mm-hmm. And um, as Simon <laughs> Callow said to me, you've got to get your priorities right. Yeah. So I... um.
1: I don't imagine he talks with his mouth full. Like, no. <laughs> very well-mannered. There's a large plum in there,
0: I think. <laughs> as, as, as well. To, as to work. Yes.
1: <laughs> he He's got a plum in there. Where is Dad? <laughs> He's
2: got all sorts in there.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's, let's not go back to
2: Callow. No. Um, <laughs> That's what his ex-boyfriend said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so uh, people were... It reminded me, I was in a, I was in a public house in... Um, in Birmingham once. I think it was called The Old Contemptibles, and uh, it was owned, I think, or at least managed by Paul Henry. who he used to play Benny on Crossroads.
1: Oh.
0: And um, I walked in and i just started to get sort of uh, uh, vaguely well-known and uh, the, I could see people were looking at me and him together and they were waiting for the moment and I, I went over and uh, shook hands mm-hmm. and I felt there was... Uh, it, people, like, it was a bit like on the, you know, that on the Sistine Chapel ceiling where God t- is touching the finger of Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was me and Benny from Crossroads but in Birmingham. That it's not that dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and uh, I wonder now—is is Paul Merton going to go away and think? Because as he got up, I thought maybe I'll try and rescue this. And I said, "How are you doing? All right?" He said, "I'm just getting a taxi." Oh, did he? It. That's my last. Uh, Have I got news for you, Peter? <laughs> Oh, I well think there's probably a shared
1: understanding. I don't think you should uh, overthink that. There's probably a shared understanding of we're, we're both enjoying uh, a bowl of mussels or something, and we needn't. We we know each other.
0: Well, we you know, there's, there's an old comedy saying: "What happens in a fish restaurant stays in a fish restaurant." <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> they've extended it to touring as well. I be, but it's, <laughs> that's <laughs> where it began. I think it was it was mollusk based originally. Uh-huh. And then I went to a, what there's a thing up here called the the free fringe, which you, some of you may oh, not yeah. know about, and it's uh, it's it shows where um, you don't pay to go in, but at the end the act uh, comes around with like a, a beer glass or something. Yeah, and you put you put in what you think's apt. Um, and I went to I saw a guy called Daniel Simonson, who's a Norwegian guy, very funny, and um, Bob Mortimer. Oh, was at the show. So Bob. He, we were was on he a, in the
2: audience? He was in the audience, oh, okay. yeah.
0: No, yeah, sorry, he wasn't on stage. He was, he was sitting... Well, we sat near to... Well, we sat on the same bench, but it was a, it was a bench not dissimilar to a, a vaulting horse. <laughs> <laughs> and so, because it was not facing the stage sideways, he sat at the front, and I sort of rode pillion. Really? Yeah, I sat behind him, and it, there wasn't that much room. Was this show a trendy gastro pub or something it like, was, that, it like was, that? It was in a basement sort oh. of bar. And I, oh. my inclination was to hold Bob by the waist.
2: <laughs> oh, like you were riding pillion. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And, um, but uh, I said to him, are you going to straddle or side saddle? He said, I'm going to straddle. So um, I, I followed suit. But we were quite adjacent because it was a bit... So I, I actually put my coat between us. On uh-huh. the bench, because I thought if we both start rocking with laughter, mm-hmm. we could, you know, we could accidentally become conjoined in some way. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, anyway, he says to me, um, "Oh, oh, Frank, what what are you doing now?" Which had an element of has your career gone completely down the toilet? Mm. I'm not saying that was deliberate.
2: No, but I, I hope you I, returned the question. Well, no, I didn't.
0: <laughs> I didn't. And I didn't want to uh, rattle off. Uh, I didn't want to call up my CV on my iPhone. Mm. So I said, oh, you know, bits and dabs. And he mm. went, oh, as if he'd opened a terrible mm. wound in me. And I thought, I have to try and turn this around. I said, but I'm ha- I am very happy. And I thought, oh, God, that sounds really <laughs> terrible, doesn't it? And then he said to me, do you have kids, Frank? As if happiness, obviously, was entwined. Oh. With it. Mm. Well, of course, I don't have children. As you know, I, had a, I was exposed to radiation <laughs> as a child. Um, <laughs> he wasn't, really. It was an accident. I didn't have children, but I have got spider powers. <laughs> <laughs> so i have everything in life. I've got children. It's just that they're <laughs> hanging in an egg on the wall.
2: <laughs> Best place for them, in, in my, my view. Uh,
0: uh, in, in a... A a, a sort of a hammock made of my own secretions.
2: (laughs) So he, do you feel he was desperately searching around for some
0: meaning to your life? I think he thought, Frank, he's, you know, he's. Look at him. He's, he's very much not the driver of the (laughs) side facing bench. He's very much in the passenger seat, and Mm. I haven't seen him on telly for a while. And. It's all Once wrong. again,
2: right back at you, Bob.
0: I don't think he was on. Oh, now. I really liked Bob, but I, I felt he was. I felt he thought it was more awkward than it was. But it was. Uh, it was a bit. Um, I, I wish I'd been a bit more successful just to oil, <laughs> just to oil the wheels of our conversation. Mm-hmm. And also, when people say if you got kids, I also think I always hear in brackets, or are you a weirdo? Right. <laughs> So it's a t- it's a touchy subject. I'm going to start making up things like uh, you didn't hear about my terrible accident, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Well, I had a similar thing. I I I uh, I worked with um, Paul Merton last week. Oh yeah. And uh, did an episode of Just a Minute and met for the first time ever in my life Giles Brandreth. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. then uh, the following day kept bumping into him to the point of awkwardness. I saw him three times in about two and a half hours, once once in the Pleasance, once in the street, once outside a cafe, to the point where I thought, we are now running out of small talk. Oh, he's so very...
0: you did speak on each occasion. Yeah, yeah, mm. and he's
1: very charming. He did that thing that um, people of his stature can do of, oh, I thought you were wonderful on the show yesterday, so charming, so charming, which is a great way of saying, you were nice. But yes. I'm not going to comment on whether or not you were funny. <laughs> I'd say really in, in in Brandrethes it means
0: I despise you. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I, I, I like um, him. Thanks for in it. I met him in a uh, in a bar in Chiswick. I love this. This has just become celebrity <laughs> gossip. <laughs> It's like an OK Magazine podcast. It's not that gossipy though, is it? Charles uh, <laughs>
2: brandreth.
0: Tiny little things in cafes and restaurants. I'm trying. And to, yeah. I'm
2: trying to raise the bar a bit. Yeah. I've got a Russell Crowe story. You'll love it. Oh, here we go. Good.
0: But um, but um, are you going to crowbar it in? Hey. <laughs> I always do. But um, Bra- Brandreth, I met him in a bar in Chiswick in West London, and he started just chatting up my girlfriend. I mean, absolutely like, the most elaborate chatting up you've ever seen in your life. And he turned to me at one moment. He said. You know, it, this isn't made any easier by the fact you're here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm not uh, totally sure he was joking. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Celebrity beef. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Ham? <laughs> but look it up. Anyway. I, I don't know if I'd rescue any of the three of them from a fiery, <laughs> fiery house. Well, anyway, that's... Uh, that's uh, that isn't true, actually. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rescue Brandreth He could perish. But I'd go for mm. the other two, both fine comedians.
2: So, Frank, have you still... Have you sorted out all the... Is the bedbugs problem fine now?
0: Uh, well, um, uh, anyone who listened to the show
2: on Saturday or, or the resulting
0: podcast will know that my girlfriend and her sister who are um, sharing uh, an apartment in Edinburgh separate from it because, as my girlfriend says, I've got work to do, I won't just be able to hang out. Mm. I was told, mm. and uh, but they had the bed bug thing, and uh, I. What's happened is that I found myself basically talking about bed bugs for about forty minutes a day on average, mm-hmm. since because it's a big story, and of course it's very apparent because Rachel's sister is, is as you might imagine covered in bites, and um, she, they've all the, the doctor told her quite a lot. Apparently, when they um, when they bite bed bugs, their saliva. Who would think someone that small would have would bother to have saliva?
2: That's what people have said about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but who could be troubled to have a saliva gland if you're that tiny?
2: Yeah.
0: Forget about it. Anyway, their saliva contains an anaesthetic. Oh. So when they bite oh. you, it doesn't wake you up. So they can bite you several times. Oh. And it's only after a bit when it starts to itch that, that you wake up. So by the time you wake up, they've...
2: They've, They've done, done their not, business and left.
0: They have dabbed the corners of their mouth and left. Mm. And I like the idea that they, they anaesthetise you in bed over a period of time and then they go in for the attack. Mm. The amount of relationships <laughs> i am <in> like that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what about this? I was speaking to uh, a Canadian uh, colleague of mine and he was saying that in New York, where he used to live, they had a bed bug outbreak at Victoria's Secret, the well-known lingerie. <sighs> Oh, store. No. Because people who had bed bug infestations went in, tried on a silky brasier oh. and uh, left eggs. Oh yeah. And before oh. then they had to close the store. And I love the fact that after all these years I finally she... found out exactly what is Victoria's <laughs> Secret. <Yeah. laughs> I thought it would be a sensual and erotic thing. In fact it's she's infestation. She's infectious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. You know Victoria's Secret uh, She's riddled. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it I, would I could would have, have told you bugs.
1: Victoria's secret years ago. Um, maybe it's a different Victoria. Uh, Who could have told you? You're I, sure I have Prince I, Albert. No, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I uh, I I killed a bug this week. Oh God, oh. I wonder what he's going to say then. Yeah, oh. I killed Victoria. <laughs> <I killed laughs> it's an accident, woman called, if <laughs> Your Honour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, what bug was it? It was a. It was probably larger than a bed bug, but a little flyy thing that was coming at me, and it was sort of flying around me. and the only thing to hand, to hit it with, was my wallet, which was full of coins. <laughs> <laughs> I, full of I, coins? Yeah, I had no. loads of coins. Have you, know. Um,
0: have you arrived at the word wallet while searching for the word purse?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it was my wallet, but full of... It, like, the coin section was full of See, I thought men thing.
2: kept coins in their pockets. Isn't that what their pockets are full? Of course. No, mm.
1: I, I don't, because I, uh, I perform for an hour each evening as a stand-up uh-huh. comedian mm. of uh, <laughs> some small repute. Um, But I find jangly coins in the pockets uh, a, a bit annoying.
2: And we've already established that you wear a boxer.
1: I wear a cotton check.
2: Alan told me that earlier. (laughs) Did he? Yeah, don't worry. There's nothing sleazy about it. A
0: conversation about smalls. Well, um, Lisa, our producer, said who who, who actually hung up my um, washed (laughs) pants last week. um, Said to me that they were. She was surprised how small they were. (laughs) It was an awful moment. Got small smalls. That's essential. Started to wonder if I didn't accidentally bring my Action (laughs) Man wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) In a stair. <laughs> Were they khaki? okay But
1: anyway, I uh, I killed this bug with with quite a heavy wallet, and and
0: isn't that isn't that a, Elton John's been trying to do that for years <laughs> today <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to kill a bug with his hefty wallet? Oh, it carry was, on. Uh, it, was, it was very. does <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't warrant any. Uh, Explanation, yes
1: And I, I didn't I, I mean it, it It left me with some contemplation Of uh, what have I done But and did it
0: leave you With the remains of the bug I just give it a wipe On my jeans or oh, shorts a, Or whatever it that was That could be a great um, mm. That could have been A great autobiography title Blood I, on the wallet
1: Blood on the wallet <laughs> but I know that um, Was it Sting that Blood on said, the wallet The Bernard Matthews story <laughs> 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 but I think Sting once said That his cocaine habit Was God's way of telling him He had too much money and I think me really? killing that bug the other day was God's way of telling me I've got too much change. That's really <laughs> too it. much loose change. You yeah. need some notes. Too love. much shrapnel. Time to get a piggy bank and start to do the uh, the the what's it? You know when you take it all out, the filter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the <What>? filtering.
1: <laughs> when you filter your wallet, <laughs> pig filtering. Yeah, <laughs> is that legal? Yeah, you know what I mean. When you come in and you put all your smash in a little pile, smash shrapnel change. What are we calling it?
0: Um, I'm happy with. Change, change. And how many people can say that at my age? I'm
2: I'm never happy with change. (laughs) I prefer a note, as I once said in the 90s. Could
0: you you get um, a sort of a piggy bank attachment that clips on the belt?
1: Oh, yeah, there's probably an app
0: for it, isn't there, nowadays? Oh,
1: there will be. Isn't there a story that Dwight York used to uh, buy... I didn't do anything. (laughs) He used to buy a Greg's pasty on his way to training. What, to keep his changing? No, to to eat... (laughs) And he uh, used to give them a twenty pound note, and when the offer his changed, he went, "Oh no, keep it." it the the bulge ruins my suit. so Who's spending twenty pounds a day on a Greg's Bastiels?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the story, anyway. I oh, hope well. it's true. is it? It's, it's, it's you know. like the Palace of Versailles, isn't it? The the Premiership. Yes. Yes. They live that decadent. Well, the
1: the one the one that was the moment where you go, "Oh, it's hard to apologise for how rich footballers are." Was when um, was it? Uh, who was it that left a Porsche in Italy and forgot about it?
2: That was me. No, it was. I don't something. remember that. Uh, I don't know it
1: that. It was. Uh, I think it was like Jermaine Defoe or somebody like that. I sailed like a oh, yeah. Porsche
0: in Italy you guys we stop? <laughs> <laughs> I think the the ultimate was Ashley Cole being told that Arsenal yeah. were only offering him fifty three oh, yeah. grand a week. Fifty three <laughs> grand a week. He had to pull over to the hard shoulder. He was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Really
2: yeah. Well, Frank, I had a, a brief run-in with a mouse this week. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've just got a new pad, and I'm really pleased with it. What a mouse, Matt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know you've just Yes, all mod cons, Mm. lovely and white everywhere uh, Another
0: invite I'm (laughs) waiting for I suppose Bernie Clifton's already been round
2: I'm waiting for my sofa I can't have you sitting on the floor or riding pillion with Bob Oh, 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 Bikettian (laughs) Mm. So, I went to make myself a cup of tea the other day and then, oh, I couldn't believe it I I heard a slight squeak Not mouse in the teapot No It's all gone a bit Lewis Carroll
0: at your house (laughs)
2: I you saw it. Did You actually heard a squeak. I heard a squeak. I didn't like that it announced its presence by no. the squeak. And then I, I wasn't even sure they did
0: squeak. I didn't outside either. Of, uh, I thought it was Tom and Jerry. I had... Yeah. And
2: then mm. I saw it. I screamed. I jumped on a chair. <laughs> you didn't jump did. on a chair.
0: Did you have stripy stockings <laughs> on? And a frying pan. Yeah. You know
2: Thomas? <laughs>
0: Oh. I was I, never quite sure Whenever the um, Whenever that maid Entered the room They used to play Shortening bread Remember that You mm. come in
2: the the just think Is this alright
0: <laughs> I think it was alright I think
2: mm. it got under the wire well, You'd get away with a lot Back then um, I jumped on the chair I screamed You didn't jump did. on the chair I was did Was there an elephant On an adjoining <laughs> platform <laughs> What would you do It was awful I, I didn't know what to do I threw a tea towel at it It didn't like it It just wore it as a cloak It didn't seem that bothered mm. And then it ran. It scuttled away. Yeah. Um, I noticed my neighbours didn't come to my aid. I just like to put that out there. There could have been anything going on down there after I screamed. Oh right. Yeah. Anyway, it, it ran with the sort of tea towel. It, it suddenly discarded the tea towel, ran straight into a Chanel handbag. Did it? Which I believe it's still. It might well still be in there because you, have, you didn't check the handbag. I can't look in it. I, I'm going to have to sell the house. I can't go back there. I don't want anything to do with it. I was saying to my friend, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship, you know, and you don't want to come home.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can see actual distress in your I'm eyes. I'm really I upset about I had it. no idea you were there's frightened of mice. You kept that quiet. Yeah, of
1: course. There's nothing quite so distressing as having a mouse. We once had, uh, well, I don't know. had a mouse infestation. <laughs> you know, that's quite true. <laughs> a, a pineapple. Two pounds. A
0: two-pound pineapple. What about the Trimden Grange pit disaster in the... Oh yeah, nineteen well, mean, twenty.
1: All right, yeah. My dad died when I was four. That was worse than when we had a mouse. <laughs> okay. but, well, that, but now we've got things in perspective.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've got perspective. again but it is quite distressing. Yeah, I, I think it's up there. I remember my dad catching a mouse with a tea towel. It's unbelievable. Did he? he? What he did, did he just, do? He was just his, his hands on a tea towel, and suddenly he leapt full length like a like a first class goalkeeper. And he'd seen this mouse going along the skirting board, and he leapt and got it in the teetown. It was a fabulous wow. athletic moment. He was um.
1: Peter Bonetti,
0: though, wasn't he? <laughs> well, who was known as the cat, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah, I know. See, he used to bury his own excrement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is
0: acceptable now under FIFA rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that.
2: <laughs> oh, Frank. Well, talking of football, Frank, we've had, uh, we've had an email in during the week from Lee James. Me, James. Yes. He says, Hi, Frank, Emily, and Alan. I was in my local supermarket on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday's at Tesco. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for pity's sake. Uh,
0: Sorry if you didn't hear the show on uh, Saturday, that'll mean nothing. Oh, dear. Just trust. Sometimes you have to just trust me. Mm. Mm
2: -hmm. And coming towards me down the aisle was a man in a black full length leather jacket. As soon as I saw him, I immediately remembered your discussion on full length leathers, the Ron Atkinson. Oh, I missed that.
0: Uh, He's called it the Ron Atkinson, because Ron Atkinson used to wear the long
2: black. He used to wear, well, I once saw someone at football match, and he had a sign saying, Ron Atkinson's full-length leather, which always amused me. I
0: pointed out that whenever I see anyone nowadays in a long black leather coat, they always go, mmm, matrix. <laughs> 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 but well, you've got to pick your target.
2: Well, uh-huh. it's interesting you should say that, Frank, because Lee James says, as we passed, I said, Ooh Matrix (laughs) Just like him. He immediately turned round and said, You what? Say that again and I'll knock your block off. (laughs) I'll knock your block When did this happen? If I'm honest I was slightly taken aback. Firstly I questioned whether I'd travel back to nineteen eighty six or the last time I'd heard that phrase. And secondly, I got the feeling this wasn't the first time he'd been the butt of the Kenneth Williams homage.
0: What oh, do you think? Oh, mm. oh no. It's Lee in Southampton. I, I like yeah. the idea that, that bloke ever since I said it has had it about five or six yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Could be Darth Vader, of course. Could, it, could would, be. it Would be touchy about the Matrix and its and its popularity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't think it's right for a supermarket a full of length leather. It's a bit creepy.
0: Well, I, I mean, the ones I've done it to, I think, have usually been um, they've they've been a bit on the gothic. Side, oh yes, they're, they're peaceable people. They yeah,
2: think.
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. So, um, but uh, you don't want to just you've got to be careful when you're um, any kind of um, are people in in supermarkets as well. They're they're often on the edge. Do you know what I mean? Mm.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner.
1: Why would you wear a long leather coat to the supermarket in in August as well? Well, if was he was you were
0: a Garth you've got,
1: got obligations. Yeah, if yeah. you were a thief, yes. I'm,
2: Ideal thief clothing.
1: Yep, yeah, baggy coats. Hmm. Maybe they'd um, they'd slashed away at the lining. Perhaps it was just full. He might well have said, "Ooh, matrix," and the guy's thinking. <laughs> Do you mind? I've got 18 cans of beans in this jacket.
0: Yeah, don't draw attention to me. Yeah, exactly. I'll knock your block off. I'll knock your block
1: off. And he's probably thinking I've got heavy stuff that I can... Yeah, yeah.
0: maybe it was... not your block off, it could have been one of the great train robbers. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Peace, the Victorian burglar. I uh, I have a friend who's a reformed
1: supermarket shoplifter, and he told me that he used to wear an army jacket because it had lots of pockets in it. and And what you want, he said at the time that he was because he was skint, and and he said you want high value small items in your uh, supermarket shop. So he would go for like king prawns and steak and stuff. And
0: fold <laughs> steak them is a high value small item, also yeah.
2: very perishable.
0: Yeah, well, he, I think he went home and ate it fresh.
2: Oh, see what well, I <coughs> yeah.
0: think the wife forward is, a, is an ethnic pantaloon. In my <laughs> yes, experience. absolutely. Oh. I, c- I could go home with the Caligas heater. No <laughs> not that we're condoning shoplifting. No, no, anyway. definitely not. I'd like no. to say that Absolute Radio is he's, he's very anti
1: and he did shoplifting. You know, he is reformed. He is reformed mainly because he realised that where him and his mate were having the little meeting to discuss their yield, what they'd got was actually right under the security cameras. and the, the security just started following them around every time they went in, mm-hmm. so they'd obviously been caught. Obviously.
0: I have no sympathy. Can I make that clear? No,
1: me neither. Me neither. Bad. But he's a good man now.
0: You're right. We've established
1: that.
2: <laughs> me. <Blimey. laughs>
1: anyway, so...
2: i tell you who could do with one of those coats. Who's that? Have you <laughs> read about... I'm calling her WFW.
0: Oh yes, I know. I know, <laughs> I know where you're coming from. Well,
2: we're all familiar with the work of BFM. Are you, Alan? Uh, is was that, it before? Or was it before
0: Alan's time it, on the it show? It was, but I think we've briefly discussed him. Is this Britain's? Oh, fattest there's no man? brief
2: about it yeah, when br- you're talking about BFM. Br- yes, yeah. br-
0: Britain's fattest man. He's, who has, he's actually a friend dog. of the show. <laughs> is, he? is he?
2: Yeah. Um, he he's, hasn't been in the studio yet.
1: I have an oblique reference to him in my understanding. Hold, hold on,
0: show.
2: hold on. Off
0: the That's If the BFM is listening,
2: he's one of what we've got. Yeah, we've really? got Peter the Wild, Britain's Saddest Man, and Ross Noble. Those yeah. are our friends of the show.
0: I can imagine. Um, I can imagine a ghetto blaster just resting under one of his uh, cheek flaps <laughs> as he listens to this on the road. <laughs>
2: well he might have met his match because wfw well I call At
0: last her- that seesaw he bought will not be waiting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i call her wfw world's well, fattest woman but she's more there should be an iw in parenthesis in waiting because this is suzanne how Emmen- are you spelling that oh, <laughs> oh um suzanne emmon from arizona <laughs> I think the difference, uh, correct me if I'm wrong about yeah. this,
0: but did Britain's fattest man, BFM, did he want to be Britain's fattest man or no. did it happen accidentally? No, you're no.
2: absolutely right, well, she that's her ambition. She's Suzanne. got
0: a target, hasn't she, this woman? Yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: What a strange ambition to be the world's fattest woman.
2: Well, she weighs 52 stone mm-hmm. and she's eating 20,000 calories a day um, because she wants to be 115 stone.
0: Wow. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all raised our hands quite quickly. <laughs>
2: She says the bigger she gets, the more success she has with men. Wow. Mm. Really? Mm.
1: Mind you, having spent uh, about... A couple of weeks in Scotland. There's a few here that might be trying the same thing, I think. <laughs> yes. could, could give her a run for her money. been in a couple of well, audiences. I don't know if they could that... give
0: her a run for anything. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was down a very steep hill. <laughs> well, that's no, Edinburgh for you. I worry, though, about that. Who on earth would want to get to that kind of... I oh. mean, is she, is she out of her mind? She looks quite a normal... I mean, you know, she doesn't look balmy. And she's got... Cheeks, well, except right, for,
2: for the she? strange asterisk thing she's carrying around in front of her. she asterisk. Well no she just That's looks a bit... navel
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Just the folds And a belly
0: button It looks like a big Oh abstract. please she's,
2: She says she spends Eight hours a day Doesn't she Shopping
0: No She, goes in, she only goes to the Supermarket once a month Ah right and, uh, and then she's in there For eight hours Wow She said
2: it's like work it's like a job. It's hard because yeah. she doesn't
0: have any woman. Any, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's not a woman who has any problem filling her trolleys. <laughs> no. no, this is true. <laughs> she says she fills six trolleys of food in once a month hours. in right. the mm. eight yeah. But I don't know about she's you. She's buying a lot of tins, isn't she? She's yeah, but. Would it take eight hours to fill six trolleys of food? I suppose she's not that mobile. Well, ever. I was going
2: to say, it takes her a long time to well, get round. I'm,
0: I'm
1: similar to her in that I can't
2: go to the supermarket when
1: hungry. Um, and I think that's what she's doing. She's just eating for a month so that she's
0: ready to go to the shops, isn't it?
1: All right. That's, Is that
0: because you spend too much money if you're hungry? No, I just
1: can't concentrate. I end up wanting to eat everything as I'm going round, <laughs> you know.
0: I think you've probably touched upon a basic state of mind. Though, yeah, I think.
1: yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she takes snacks with her then. For an eight-hour shop, she must have some snacks on the go.
0: Yeah, I think she has a uh, hog roast on a lead. <laughs> <laughs> she she eats it like a corn on the cob. She just has a fork in each end. I <laughs> think she's one of those people that queues up at the till
1: with empty sandwich wrappers because she's eating them whilst going round the supermarket.
2: That's like your friend, does <laughs> it? Like,
0: yeah, I do that. <laughs> well, two of the trolleys, it's just empty cases. <laughs> tins. Yeah, yeah. She sticks a tin opener in with it. Yeah. Her... Oh, I saw her take a wad of corned beef like a lozenge <laughs> straight out the can. She didn't even pick that white wax off the end went straight like down off just squashing oh. cans of spinach. Oh, it's oh it's 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 so wrong. But isn't apparently
1: it? she's very attractive, isn't she? She
0: reckons that it's Yeah, have you, have you seen her, it? Um...
2: Have you Seen that picture. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> I mean she's not my cup of tea. I mean
2: all I would say is ballet sh- ballet pumps aren't her friend.
0: <laughs> no. She needs well, some killer heels I think to set off her calves, callow style. <laughs> I think her footwear is largely guesswork on her part, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's something she's going to have to take our word for. <laughs> Did you put your shoes on in the dark? <laughs> Did I put my shoes on? Who knows? Oh, dear. Oh,
2: But she is. It's the rule again, Frank, that the people who should probably be best advised not to be wearing leggings are always the ones that wear them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that is uh, amazing that she mm. can... Uh, I, I, I have
0: to say, what I, sometimes one, I, sometimes when we talked about BFM, I felt a bit guilty because he felt like a man who was trapped in a. In no, a I didn't. After that white.
2: documentary, he had a lot of anger.
0: Oh well, fair enough. Yeah. But um, but this is a woman who is. That is her goal.
1: She's doing it on purpose. Yeah. So therefore, it's fine to discuss. I think. Yeah. Thank God for her.
2: Well, there are respect. a lot of men in America that that's their, that's their sort of thing.
0: Oh, Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about. They this. call it
2: super-sized, big, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I've
0: seen, I've seen calendars. Have you? On, yeah, with women like that. Not, I mean, um, they've got clothes on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, elasticated. Yeah. <laughs> <As> you <laughs> can imagine. Always. Yeah, you don't want a belt that you have to throw out and hope it comes back. <laughs> it's you. like like a ball whip. You don't want to do that. <laughs> She'd
1: um, she'd fill out your uh, living room costume, your 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 MC. Hammer she, pants. Would. She, she would, she yeah, would. So I
0: think they would be a bit a bit tight. On them. What a yeah, thought, Danny. They'd that probably is. look like cycling shorts. on <laughs> her, <wouldn't they>? Oh <laughs> man, look at on briefs. This uh, this can't be right, can it? I well, tell you, she's I, trying
1: to she's trying to get to 115 stone, isn't she? Yeah. And it says, because uh, I saw the article and it said... A, uh, Climb every a- mountain is her theme <laughs> for, this, for this task. What was, it, she, what was it said? She's trying to get to a, a, a humongous 115 stone. I was thinking, well, even half of that is humongous, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah. I Also, I hate the word humongous. Oh, right. I'd, put it, I'd put
0: it up there with squillions. <laughs> well, that's what she's spending, just on the uh, cake. Surely she, she, she can get a sponsorship of some kind. Right, From who? Yeah. Ben and Jerry. <laughs> yeah? Maybe. Or
1: other other ice cream brands aren't available. Or Tom and Jerry, if she's got any stripy tights. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if there was a mouse in her kitchen, she'd eat it.
2: <laughs> That's what I need. I need or to bring her around.
0: There's probably a nest in her armpit. I wouldn't be surprised. Just living off salt. They're all right with the tomatoes. So... um, yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, I imagine she's got a lot of salt deposits. I bet oh, yeah. I bet there's more. <laughs> there's Mormons living in the hair at the small of her back. Oh. <laughs> Big. Anyway, anyway, enough oh. enough of this.
2: Oh. Frank, <laughs> yeah, we've had uh, another email. I'd like to read out. This is from Rob Doyle. Oh. Hi Frank, Emily, and the Cockerel. Oh.
1: The Cockerel. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Oh, he's back!
2: you <laughs> it? He says, "I'm relatively new to the show." Uh-huh. Me too. Currently working my way through the backlog of podcasts. Oh, he's got a Bob Mortimer approach to it—the <laughs> backlog. No, um, no, that's all. Right. <laughs> although I'm not an award chaser, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's really bugging me. Oh, he says, "If I was, I wouldn't be a Leeds fan." Anyway, Oh he's got all the he's got all the gags in on he's the got way. All
0: the he knows what he's going, but he's on the way I'll stop I will have base camp one and base camp two on the humour <laughs> yeah, front. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's stopping off. <laughs> What's he called At every term? aisle, like like a WFW. <laughs> yeah. Um Rob I-W. Doyle. Oh Rob Doyle, okay. I-W, thank you. <laughs> anyway, it's really bugging me. What is the music you Do play? I think
0: her thighs are rolling in the aisle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet when she gets out of there, I bet she's got, like, a load of litter and stuff dragged out after her. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. She'd be a... She's going to get big. We we should chart her progress. <laughs> uh, on a pie chart. <laughs> <laughs> he doth crow. He doth crow.
2: <sighs>
0: so, sorry, this... Oh, uh... uh, yeah, so
2: Rob Doyle... Yeah. Um, it's really bugging me what is the music you play when talking about living with your girlfriend's sister please put me out of my misery
0: yes well what you're uh, referring to I believe is uh... it's not always as loud as that no no I'm finding sorry it it shocked us all (laughs) Um, Yes, that is actually the theme from um, Man About the House. Now, Mm. Man About the House, you may recall, was a 70s sitcom with Richard O'Sullivan, in which he shares a house with two girls, um, Sally Thompson, the ditzy blonde, (laughs) Mm. and um, Paula Wilcox, who's the one he likes best of all. Mm. Um, But it never quite happens. It was what they used to call in those days a will-they-won't-they. Oh, Mm. yeah, yeah. Program.
2: It's a bit like Frank and I all living together with Liesl. Yeah. I see myself in the Paula Wilcox role, except we won't.
1: I mean, there is that classic <laughs> episode where they surprisingly
0: washed his pants, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> there was
0: um, holy <laughs> enough, I uh, I I was in a sitcom um, with Paula oh. Wilcox in which she played my mother. Really, oh. this was in the yeah in the uh, early nineties. Was mm. it late eighties? Even yeah and, she oh, yeah, and I remember. Um, someone said to me at the time I bet you never thought you'd be in a sitcom with Paula Wilcox playing your mother Mm. it was a safe bet Mm -hmm. and not one I was prepared to take on (laughs) and people often do that to me I I bet you never thought you'd be being interviewed by the Archbishop of Canterbury at Canterbury Cathedral no no (laughs) I mean, what, what do they imagine my life has been like? Me put supposition after supposition <laughs> of strange things that might happen to me. Who are these people that say such stuff? But Paula Wilcox, who, who was married to the son of uh, Nelson Riddle,
2: oh. who
0: wrote the Batman theme.
2: Oh, Yeah, she came round to my parents' house a couple of times. Of course she did, mm-hmm. But do you know what her husband was called? No.
0: Skip Riddle. No. Yeah. That's a brilliant. That's a great name. That is a cracking name. Mm. That's
1: like that. That's in the same part of great names like Rip
0: Torn, the American actor. In it, that's a good name. Skip Mm. Riddle, Uh, and uh, she was very nice, Paul. It was very exciting to meet her after all those years. I'd never quite worked out whether she was attractive. She was one of those what the, what oh. the French call jolly laid. Mm. What's that? It's mean? A, I think literally it means pretty ugly. Pretty ugly, but not as in pretty ugly. Not using pretty as an intensifying. It's advert. more
2: pretty slash ugly.
0: Yeah, exactly. So sometimes they look very oh, beautiful, right. and sometimes yeah, yeah. not so. Oh, what we call ugly beautiful.
2: Is that what you call ugly beautiful? Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. I went, and uh, and I'm telling you, I could never work out whether she uh, whether oh. she was. But in the flesh, she's uh, oh lovely. I'm a
1: fan of that sometimes. I think sometimes a big nose can look quite attractive. Well, I
0: I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I like a woman as well who, when she's entering the room, casts a shadow before she arrives. (laughs) (laughs) It gives you time to clear stuff away. (laughs) Get the stuff off the coffee table. (laughs) She's coming in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Where's that remote? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, she was. Uh, I remember the makeup. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't get involved in gossip. Mm. But the, I, the makeup woman said to me, "She's very nice, Paul." I thought she might be a bit stuck up, you know. She's, she was a big star and all that. She said, "But she's very nice." She said, and "I'll tell you something. She wears very expensive underwear." Do you know that's lived mm. with me ever since.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> At the time, I, I was new. I, I didn't really have a concept of such a thing as, as expensive underwear. Right. Mm. I didn't. The idea of buying pants individually. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. I, I liked at least a three-pack mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And I did like a two-pack Until that incident at the traffic box <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah So uh, every time I see her now and I, I always think oh, I wonder wonder what that ensemble Will come to
2: mm.
0: <laughs> If you're listening Paul I can only apologize <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is Frank Skinner On Absolute Radio.